Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. With that, welcome to America's Heroes Group. This time with our roundtable partner, Community Outreach, with partner Katz Malinik. Today is Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. September is National Suicide Prevention and Hispanic Heritage Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Clayman, the co-host, Army National Guard veteran. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have on the line again today David Malinik. He's a CBA and president and founder of Katz Malinik and a military family member. We're going to continue the discussion of of end-of-the-year tax deadlines for individuals and businesses because deadlines are approaching. We have about a quarter left. How are you doing, David? Oh, doing good, doing good. Uh, Actually, there's about a month left for the uh, deadline for individual tax returns with with extension. So Mm -hmm. if you missed the April deadline but you have – but you you filed an extension, you still have another – about 20 days to get that return filed because it's due October 16th. Wow. And then what are some of the things that people need to be doing if they're having trouble? What What are some of the hangups and why people are being late with their extension to things like that do you see? Well, um, uh, one of the biggest problems that people have when they are running late with their taxes is for some reason or another, they can't get their documents. That's actually a big thing that we can help with. If uh, someone comes into our office, we can we can uh, sign a power of attorney with them with the IRS. All it does is give us the ability to um, access the information the IRS has on them and uh, and pull down their documentation and represent them before the IRS. Um, and by doing that, we can get all their information from the IRS and we can put together a tax return based on that. Hmm. And if there's things that are missing or maybe incorrect, so they found some documentation or found some other tax credits that they didn't claim, things like that, they can always file an amended return. Is that right? Yes, that's true. Um, it's it's important that you make sure you get filed timely because um, if you are even one day late on the first day, if you owe taxes, you have a 5% penalty. Mm. If you are so, – so, so the, the deadline is mid-month. So on the 17th of October, you have a 5% penalty. Now you move to November 1st, now you have a 10% penalty because they charge you a failure to file penalty of 5% for each month or part of a month that you are late. Wow. And there's no way to get those rebated back unless there is an error? Is that, is that right? How does that work? Um, well, if you... Uh, if you have a if you have a refund, the good news there is you wouldn't get a penalty either way, because that percentage is based off of 
a tax liability. If you don't have a tax liability, there's nothing to charge you. So if you have a refund, you wouldn't get a penalty even if you were late. So what happens in a situation where a person is the IRS in the IRS's eyes has a has a tax bill, and the tax bill is not paid, and your taxes aren't filed by this by the fifteenth of October, and then um, okay, well there, there's a couple of things that can happen there. Uh, if the sometimes the IRS will just leave it and wait for you to file, and then they'll hit you with the penalties. Sometimes the IRS will uh, file what's called a substitute for return. In other words, the IRS takes the information that they have, the, the stuff that I can get by getting that power of attorney and pulling down what's called a wage and income transcript. Well, they take it and they put together a tax return for you. But they do the absolute worst possible case scenario. I, I've seen some examples where, like, somebody had a, a 1099 for, let's say, $100,000 and they, the IRS put together a tax return for them and, and so kindly gave them a $40,000 tax bill. Mm. Wow. So you're looking at the worst-case scenario for the benefits of the government for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they're, that's what they're there for. That's what, they, that's what they're doing. They're, they're, they will tell you that they're, they are there to represent the interest of the government. So um, you need someone who's there to represent your interest, like us, uh, if you are in a situation where you have not filed yet or you don't know uh, what your situation quite looks like, give us a call, 708-914-8220. We can help you out. So then take that same situation. So that person gets hit with a $45,000 tax bill, um, and then say January of the next year, which is after the deadline, they've been hit with a bunch of penalties. They find their 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 uh, paperwork and they bring it to you and they say, you know what, you know I should have filed but I didn't. You know the government sent me this nasty gram saying that I owe them all this tax, these taxes and things like that. And but when you do the taxes, you find that they weren't liable, that they actually would get a, a small refund. So how does that? What does that? How does that process work? And then what happens at that point? What happens to all those penalties and fees and things like that? Do they just go? So away? that's that's the great news if you have a if you have a substitute for return. If you have a substitute for return, that's just what the IRS has assessed you. That doesn't mean that that's the final word. That's the bottom line. What that means is that they are expecting you to file a tax return. You can still file an original tax return. Um, even after the IRS has filed has filed a substitute for return on your behalf, and if you do that, um, if you do end up with a refund, you'll get that refund. Mm. So in that situation, let's say let's say it's a similar situation, but um, we look at that individual, and that individual actually has three kids, and they actually had let's say um, seventy thousand dollars or so in expenses on top of that hundred thousand of income. Well, they're going to get an earned income credit, and they're going to get a child tax credit, and part of that child tax credit is going to be refundable, and the end result is that they're going to get a pretty decent refund on that on that tax return. Um, but that's not the way the IRS would have filed it. The IRS would have filed them as married filing separate because that's the absolute worst tax rate possible, and they wouldn't have included the dependents, and then they would just put the $100,000 on a Schedule C, charge them the 15.3% self-employment tax on that, which is another $15,000, charge them the 20000 or so of income tax, hit them with penalties and interest, and now you're well over $40,000, 
and turns out that that person actually should have gotten, you know, a three or $4,000 refund. So that can be really important information, particularly for service members who are deployed and maybe they are not keeping up with their finances as well as they should. And they get in a situation where they haven't filed taxes, you know, and the next thing you know, you know the, the deadline is rolled past. They can go, still do their return and come out with a favorable situation. Well, military service members actually even have their own specific exemption. If you are out on a service assignment um, during the time that you're supposed to file and you miss the filing, uh, if you can prove that you were out on assignment, your deadline, specifically your deadline, is extended by the period of time that you were out on service assignment. So does that mean when you come back, the first day you come back from deployment, is your taxes due that day, or do you have a have a um, a grace period? So, so like for example, let's say let's say somebody was supposed to file taxes, and on March fifteenth, um, they got they got deployed, right? Mm-hmm. And they got back on let's say I don't know December fifteenth. Just to make things easy, so it's like a nine-month period, right? Mm-hmm. So during nine months, that deadline is just automatically extended. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so what would happen is because they had what about thirty days before the deadline prior to leaving, mm-hmm. they would have about thirty days when they get back. I think that's important to recognize, and then because the thing of it is, is that a lot of people they see it feel hopeless. They just think that they have no recourse. If they think that it, then they're worried about sometimes that they that the, it might snowball and become a worse situation and becomes overbearing. But is it there's there is there ever a real reason to be scared about uh, filing taxes? Um, I suppose if you're Al Capone, <laughs> apart from that, um, if, if you're not Al Capone, then uh, you, you should be fine. Um, the worst, the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen is that they're going to charge you penalties and interest. And in all likelihood, they're just going to come after you for money. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that are, that are technically criminal in the, in the statute about not filing and everything like that. But they don't use those on normal people. They use those in situations like Al Capone. The reason they were able to take him down was because he didn't file his taxes on his illegal enterprises. And so because he didn't file his taxes, they were able to get him on tax evasion and put him in prison. Mm -hmm. But the the average person who hasn't filed, maybe they had some under-the-table income or whatever and didn't file taxes for seven years – and they wake up one day and say, you know what, I should have filed my taxes. They, is, is, is it a good idea for that person to say, you know what? Because the thing of it, the situation is oftentimes, and I'm not going to name any names, but I know some people that have been in a situation where they don't, they, they, then their situation changes, now they're making money, and then they file a return after, and they're still young, they're not, they're not like retired or anything like that, and now they have income, and that's reported to the IRS, but they're under the cash income that they haven't filed on, it's, the IRS doesn't know anything about, and where they're going to get audited. So they even when they start getting income, like regular W two income or whatever, ten ninety nine income or whatever, they're still not filing their taxes because they're worried about what's going to happen if they just file taxes out of nowhere one day. So it's always a better idea to catch up your taxes if you're behind than not. And here's why: let's let's say 
you don't file your 2023 tax return, or I'm sorry, your 2022 tax return. That's what that's what year we're dealing with right now. Let's say for some reason you just don't file your 2022 tax return, and it gets to be 15 years later, and you are making a lot of money. So the IRS decides to go back and audit you. Well, you don't have a 2022 tax return on file, so they still have the ability to assess that 2022 tax return. And oh, wouldn't you know it? The IRS has decided that you're making just as much money now as you did then, wow. uh, just as much money then as you do now. And now they're going to now they want now they want a tax bill that because they're going to claim that you didn't pay it. And the problem with that is that the IRS anything the IRS asserts is considered prima facie evidence. That means it's automatically considered to be correct, and it is your job to disprove it. Hmm. So. Um, if you file a tax return, even if you file it late, the IRS has three years to assess that tax return. If they don't assess that tax return within three years, in other words, they don't look at it and they and decide to audit you, they don't have any more time to do it at that point. Wow. So how long can you go back and amend a tax return? Um, if you're trying to claim a refund, you can only go back uh, up to three years from the due date of the return or from t- or up to two years from the day the tax was paid, whichever one is later. And sometimes you can pay the tax and then file the amended return and get and get a refund. That that would be the that would be the situation like that. Um, if you're just trying to reduce a balance, though, you can file a. Um, you can file an amended return at any point um, that you still have a balance. So if you are looking at a return that's six, seven years old and you have a, let's say, let's say the IRS says you owe $25,000, but you can prove that you actually only owe $5,000 and then with the penalties and interest that becomes, let's say, 7500 to 10000 well, now we've just reduced that balance for you by at least fifteen thousand mm. dollars. Now, what are some of the things that business owners need to think about, and even individuals, as we approach December thirty-first? Um, well, I mean, this is this is a great time to do tax planning because if you thought that this year, if you were like, "Oh, wow, I I, I really had to pay a lot this year," um, I was caught off guard by that. Well, the reason you were caught off guard by it is because you you didn't look at your tax situation until it was time to file taxes. If you look ahead now at your 2023 tax situation, you can figure out if you have if you're on track to have a refund or if you're on track to owe. And if you want to change that situation, you can do that. So if you if we look at your tax situation, we project that you're going to make X amount of dollars. And as a result of making X amount of dollars, you're going to owe $10,000. You can make a payment. Well, there's two options there. Option number one is that we can look at what are some things that we could do in terms of deductions and things like that. For example, if, if someone was to buy a car in their business's name, um, and it's the right type of car, we could fully depreciate it in, the, in that year. That would, that would drastically reduce the profit and therefore probably reduce the tax liability as well, maybe even eliminate the tax liability. 
Or option number two would be to look at, okay, it's looking like I'm going to owe $10,000. Let me just pay $10,000 in now, and then when tax time comes, I won't have a bill. Now, you're a proponent of, because a, a lot of CPAs, I noticed, they, they, for their clients, because clients think this way, they'd rather have their clients um, not get a tax bill rather than hold their money throughout the year or put it someplace to earn interest and then pay the tax at the end of the year. Are you in that? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I would agree with that because you don't know how much the IRS is going to charge you at the end of the day. Um, and you're going to get hit with more than just interest. You're also going to get hit with penalties. You're going to get hit with failure to pay penalties, potentially failure to file penalties, um, and interest. So, and you don't know that the amount that you would make would be more. Uh, I would say if you're break even or better, you're okay to hold on to your money. But if you're actually going to be at the point where you're going to owe money to the IRS, you should pay that in to make sure you don't owe that money. As a safety measure in case you're late, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what are some of the things that um, you think are the biggest, this low-hanging fruit that people don't take advantage of on their taxes to get refunds or get or increase their tax deductions? Um, well, there's, there's a lot of different things, uh, from a, from a business perspective. Um, if you are, if you're someone out here who is in the gig economy and everything like that, you're doing Uber, Instacart, everything like that. One of the, one of the lowest hanging fruits, if you are someone who's an independent contractor is to incorporate because whatever money you make, Whatever money you make throughout the year as doing uh, gig economy work, uh, you have to pay income taxes on it. But if you if you are taxed as a sole proprietor, you also have to pay what's called self-employment tax on that. That's 15.3%. So even on $10,000 of earnings, you're not going to have to pay income tax on $10,000 of earnings, uh, of net earnings from self-employment. But you will have to pay $1,500 of self-employment tax. And so if you incorporate, uh, you get out of that self-employment tax. And I actually offer, uh, I call it a guarantee because I've called it other things before and people have told me not to. Uh, I guarantee people that if if you come to me and I tell you you need to incorporate and you don't save at least the amount of money you paid me to incorporate you in the first year, I will pay you back the difference. I like that. That's pretty good. Right That's how confident I am that that, that that will save people money. Well, what's your contact information again? Uh, we are Katz Milanic. You can visit us at katzmilanic.com. That's K-A-T-Z-M-I-L-A-N-E-C.com. Our number is 708-914-8220. Again, that's 708 708- Nine one four eight two two zero. You can call us now, schedule an appointment, and we can help you get these taxes done Dave for the always, deadline. Dave, was always great information. Some of questions I want to ask you, but we're out of time. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back in a minute.
Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.